Welcome back to the History of North America Extra. I'm Mark Vinette. The Dead Letter, Chapter 33 Reacting immediately to Julia's intrusion, Wade sent a text to Inspector Compton. Half a dozen thoughts snapped into his head at once. Let's get out of here, Julia. Let's move. He rose abruptly and quitted the boardroom. Julia matched his quick pace down the winding corridor to Dr. Neville's office, who was seated at her desk. Wade stood in the doorframe and thanked their host for her help and hospitality. After you find what you are looking for, Mr. Wade, make sure to turn your attention to the many other lost treasures humanity is longing to recover. She grinned. Like Noah's Ark, Atlantis, and the Holy Grail. Wade smiled not bothered by her friendly jibe. He and Julia exited the complex, emerging into a late-afternoon riverside breeze. Julia retraced her earlier path from Shakespeare's church, but this time in the opposite direction, with Wade leading the way. As usual, he had not fully explained their destination or the reason for it, but Julia sensed from his determined look and body language that he knew where he was going knew what he was doing, and knew what he wanted to accomplish. They approached the church from a distance and saw the wedding party leaving the building with great fanfare, bells chiming in deep, sonorous, heavy notes. Wade decided to wait out the conclusion of the ceremony on the riverbank. He led Julia on a retreat to a park bench stationed along the Avon. Seated, Julia checked her messages, while Wade stared at the tower and spire of the church, took a deep breath, and recalled its history. The Church of the Holy Trinity was Stratford's oldest building and one of England's most visited churches. Dating back to the year 1210, the edifice was constructed on the site of a Saxon monastery. Multiple additions, modifications, restorations, and even vandalism had altered the church over the centuries. Most images of Christ were mutilated during the English Reformation, an unfortunate byproduct of the Tudors' swing to Protestantism. A few pre-Reformation treasures had survived, such as a stone altar slab found hidden beneath the floor in Victorian times and now reinstated as the High Altar. William Shakespeare was baptized in Holy Trinity on April 26, 1564 and was buried there on April 25, 1616, almost exactly 52 years later. The church still possessed the original Elizabethan register giving details of his baptism and burial, though it was kept by the Shakespeare Birthplace Trust for safekeeping. He was buried in the beautiful 15th century chancel. The playwright was eligible to be interred in the chancel, owing to his position as a lay rector of the church. The house of worship was open to visitors for much of the year, except when private religious events were held. A small contribution was requested to access the chancel in which Shakespeare is buried. Holy Trinity was an active parish church, serving a large congregation, the proof being the wedding party slowly abandoning the front steps of the sanctuary for a long line of vehicles that then wound their way from the site. Wade stood and signaled to Julia that the coast was now clear. 
They approached the building with eyes all round their heads, making sure they were not being watched or followed. Uncertain of their safety and doubtful of their welcome, they entered through the half-open front door, surprised to find the place of worship empty of people, temporarily abandoned, without even a custodian present, not a breathing soul. Walking towards the apse on the ancient floor that had been polished by generations of passing feet, Wade caressed a few of the old wooden benches used by parishioners. Julia marveled at the beautiful stained-glass windows. Approaching the high altar, she gently took Wade's hand. Stepping into the chancel, they stopped and looked down upon the grave of William Shakespeare. They each read the warning on the badly eroded stone slab. Julia, in solemn reverence, intending to honor, Wade, with unfettered curiosity, intent on investigation. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I'm Mark Vinette. And I hope you enjoyed the listen. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.